also he's saying Mussolini had a crash flying saucer. Like he's saying all the big things. Like what could be more sensitive than the U.S. getting a crash flying saucer from Mussolini? He said all those things because that's not actually classified material because it's not real. That's fake. Yeah. <laughs> he just made it up. Oh, like, I don't give a shit if he swore an oath to tell the truth. He didn't even make that one up. That's long debunked. Like you said, he's an I heard from some guy sort of guy. They all are. That's that's his whole deal. And those somebodies are Eric Davis and Hal Putoff. <laughs> yeah. But that's why he can say all that stuff in an open in an open hearing it's because true. it's not real. It's right. just made up. Yep. It's just it's just there's nothing classified about his lies, you know, or or just the or the lies that he's been told that he's repeating. What is classified, however, are you know like any kind of disclosure of of, of uses of particular technology or collection techniques or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the findings. There's probably nothing classified there. It's just how the information was received. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, I I just can't get over how people take him seriously after saying the Mussolini thing. It's a long debunked hoax. We talked about this last time, I think, but just, just to recap that this, so this is the UFO that supposedly Mussolini captured before World War II. On a, t- on a tip from the Vatican. On a tip from the Vatican, Mussolini got and his army got a hold of a UFO. And I, I'm not sure if World War II was going on, but at, at any rate. 1933. Okay, so the U.S., once they liberated Italy, they, they, they took possession of that UFO and then supposedly shipped it back to the U.S. Yeah, I, I guess they didn't do anything with it. <laughs> They just had it sitting underground somewhere. Everybody talks about the uh, blah, blah, lame 1933 fake Mussolini UFO crash retrieval hoax. Nobody ever talks about the amazing 1941 uh, Italian Air Force saying that they bombed the Loch Ness Monster. Uh, (laughs) Awesome hoax. Um, That shit was so good. Oh, Nessie. (laughs) Like that was going to demoralize them. It was like the entire nation of Britain was going to be demoralized because un- Nessie was dead. There's this unbelievably good article that's like good vibes all the way around. It's like, guess what? They were wrong. He's alive and well. He's kicking it. He has a spirit. He has a bulldog spirit that the British like. He's going around back and forth in the lake. He's doing great. They're going to, they're going to hang up their kilts and, and their bagpipes and just call it quits on account of that. Yeah. It's just like an ode to the Loch Ness monster, basically about how he's a bullish spirit that the English love. (laughs) Yeah. The Loch Ness monster fucking rocks. That's such a good hoax. Um, there was one other thing I was going to talk about regarding nine 11. Oh yeah. It's in, it's, I, in the last episode, I brought up Tom DeLonge's interview with George Knapp in March 2016 on Coast to Coast, uh, where he, uh, before they put up a leash on him and stopped letting him do interviews, because uh, he says a lot of... Had he started the To the Stars Academy by then? It, it had not launched yet, but he was uh, doing stuff. He was meeting people. But it was like, it was in the works. Okay. Also, like if you read this, I reread it today and it's just like, fucking dude, you're being duped. It's so obvious. They're just playing you like a fiddle, bro. And it looks like they're having fun doing it. Like it's sad. There's one part where he says this. Um, uh, what I said to a few of them, I was like, do you know what this would do? It would change who we elect in office. This is his project, this disclosure project. It would change the amounts of money we appropriate and allocate to these programs. We have the biggest space program that we've ever had. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. It doesn't sound right. 
It doesn't sound right. <laughs> I mean, especially if we're adjusting, especially if we adjust for inflation. By 2016, seems like the space program is quite a bit smaller than it was during the Apollo era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousands of times bigger than Apollo. <laughs> so he's like full on like Space Navy, like Gary McKinnon on the tech trip right here. And it would be part defense and it would be part exploration and people would run to be part of it and help. It'd be like the day after 9-11 where everyone wanted to sign up for the military. It's it's a rough interview, dude. <laughs> to George Knapp's <laughs> credit, to George Knapp's credit, he does say, you realize this is a spin, like they're fooling you. And uh, he's like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel bad for the, those just sort of like those complete doofuses that don't know that they're being conned and everybody else around them knows just, it. They enable it. It's so sad. But, you know, they like no matter what happens, they just don't get it. Yeah. yeah I, I actually do kind of feel bad for him. I mean, he's still I a really nut, do. Yeah, I mean, but, he's, he's dumb as hell. But like he, he somebody should have stopped him. He's just been taken. He doesn't have anybody really around him that he can depend on to think about his best interests. I mean, Everybody is just some sort of a hanger on that is just looking for their own, you know, their own payday. Yeah. And I mean, like they've was, gotten it. I mean, I can't imagine how much money of his own of his own money he spent on all this. By the way, NASA, as a percentage of the federal budget, far and away peaked in the mid 60s and then fell <laughs> off a shelf in the, in the early 70s. That's what I figured, and then yeah. has been just kind of doing a very slow decline since then yeah it's all privatized now well, well one way you can look at the nasa operations and say that they are larger than they were at any point in history or something like that might be and i don't know what the numbers are but might be able might be by looking at the number of individual missions they're running and they're running a lot of missions so back in the you know in the 60s they were running like one You've been listening to a sample of a Wetwired Premium episode. To listen to this entire episode and to hear our entire back catalog, you can subscribe on Patreon for just $5 a month. Thank you for helping us keep Wetwired editorially independent and ad-free.